and welcome to a special Samba edition of the ATP Tennis Radio podcast. I'm Seb Lozier and this week we're in Rio with two special local guests. First, Brazil legend Gustavo Guga Curtin and then another Brazilian, only recently retired from the tour, Andre Sá. There's a Samba beat this week to go with the tennis. First, let's hear from the great man of Brazilian tennis, three-time Grand Slam champion, former world number one and ATP Tour finals winner, of course, Guga Curtin. It's always a great opportunity for us Brazilians to uh, have a chance to host a, a massive tournament like this. Big chance for the young guys from the hometown to try to break, break through as Thiago Wild was a, a good experience. Mateus, who got locked loser for for playing on, on doubles with Thiago. So like this, I believe we get closer and we can feel more part of the tennis world. Uh, also, it's a chance to watch closely new guys, uh, seeing what's happening uh, in front of us. We had uh, just a launch a couple of minutes ago, the, the team Guga, uh, so I need to be prepared because they are playing so well. <laughs> I need to help my guys to, <laughs> to get the same level and perhaps uh, uh, again f- find a, a huge dream that is flavor and get to, to watch a uh, Brazilian player on the, on the top and, and playing uh, Giants matches on slams and thousands and everything. So that's our, our goal from, from now. I think we set down the pieces, we construct well the, the bases, we have uh, the school uh, running quite nicely, but uh, the result, it makes everything shine. So that's our goal. I know it's, it's the ultimate, it's the toughest one. But uh, I think we can make it. If I w- we are able to, <laughs> to make it with so many uh, uh, small odds, uh, I think they are in better chances. You say you've just launched Team Guga, but yeah. tell us a little bit more about it. Where, where is it? How does it work? Uh, the idea is, is basically on the beginning to get them to feel more confident, to make part of a team and uh, like that have more breath and uh, capacity to survive uh, at the beginning of the tour. After when, when you set it down, you, you get it going. Uh, it's new, toughest challenge, but uh, you're there. You know, you, you exist. So for, for us as Brazilians, as we are too far away from the real world of tennis, the doubts, the, the toughness of... Uh, uh, transition from the juniors to professional is it's uh, too much of a, a problem so far for us in the last uh, ever years that Bra- Brazilian tennis exists so that was the, the first idea and then uh, the, the pieces start to, to increase, now we have uh, a big uh, opportunity to join Bruno and uh, Tomas Bellucci at the team so for the kids it makes more, much more sense, it's just open up the window from you know, the beginning to the end. Tomas uh, reached the top 25. He was 21 in the world and uh, he, he beats great players on the top 10. So if they are there close to him, they can feel more ready to go. And Bruno, it's been 
once in a while in the, in the big matches on the, on the doubles, you know, winning slams, uh, mixed uh, with Jamie and three or four times on the tour finals already, so he's on the top, he's the, the biggest uh, target we could have. And uh, this will help us a lot to get more speed and uh, work harder because now we have to go uh, to help the, the kids and, uh, and these young guns to survive and to get them to develop their, their potential and also try to, to make Bruno uh, a little bit more pieces and especially Tomas to get back on track. I think it will be a great goal. We have uh, already in the setting down three coaches one in each uh, city, different cities of, of Brazil, Ricardo Schlatter, Thiago Alves, and uh, Hugo. Uh, they, them three, they have a, a good experience. Uh, two of them, they were uh, professional, and they want to, to live as a coach, what is, is, is the, the most important. They, they have the, the guts and the power, you know, the bright of, of getting going. So we are uh, putting a lot of effort on, on, on them, help them to see more clear. We pass by all these circumstances over and over and, and uh, during all the career. And I think we got to a, a place after 12 to 18 months working on, on these pieces to, to have a, a consistent package. Eight guys from uh, juniors level with potential to, to professional, uh, good coaches, and uh, I'm, I'm thinking about uh, once, when will be the, the next step to put Larry connected. I know you are already waiting to ask me about him because this is, it will be a special year here for him. So th this will make completely sense for us to basically use our experience to, it's impossible to make it more uh, easier because it's tougher and tougher every single year but to make it simple to make them uh, uh, more accurate you know to to get uh, uh, better chances possible for every every single kid so we we are so far able to to do it in the men's we want to go for the women's in the future we want to also uh, sooner go for the wheelchair tennis to get a team to go to the Olympics, so it, it, it's to maintain alive our spirit and our uh, confidence and conviction that Brazil, Brazilian tennis can be successful and uh, victorious. I do want to ask you about Larry, but before I do that, you mentioned the guys who are coming through. What about the players who are just finishing their careers, like Andre Saar, who I know is here this week? Would the plan be to involve them too and, and bring them in? We kind of, uh, how, do, how do I say in, uh, in English, like dating, no? <laughs> dating everybody. I, I, I talk to the press too. We need the support. You know, we, we are doing a couple of movements, but we are studying, planning a lot to make it ready. But if we wait too much time, it, it's not going to happen. So the next uh, 12 to 18 months, I think, will be a lot of sweat inside, planning and, 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 and really cleaning up 
to understanding how and uh, what we can do, how we can explain what we are doing in, in simple ways to, to make the product more valuable, to get more interesting on, on, on the people and get them involved. It's been the easiest part. They want to be a part of it, but so far we rather take it easy and uh, put this on place slowly, surely, and knowing that uh, as far as it goes, it happens. Everybody will, uh, to transform, you know, Brazilian tennis, we, it, then we're going to have the answer that we are, uh, we are waiting from 97 on, or from the titles of uh, Maria Stair. Even after uh, our number one player in the world, we didn't have the, uh, the capacity of growing and really transform tennis in Brazil. And if we are uh, succeed in this idea, uh, I think we're gonna have, uh, I'm sure we, it's gonna happen. So I know Andre, it's already close. I'm taking care of him and uh, Jaime, own things. Uh, we talk to everybody and we, they help us already, in even not being part of the, of the program. And uh, we don't have the salary to, <laughs> to, to play him, to pay him so far, but they want to, to make part of it. Every single player who, who went through these circumstances, we know it could be a little bit better way to, to, be a, to become a Brazilian tennis player. So I think that's a, a common sense that everyone at the end wants to, to join the, the project. And what of Larry? Larry Passos, your old coach, he's being honoured here today at the Rio Open. Let's start with him as a coach. What kind of coach was he and how important was he to, in your career? The best. <laughs> He's, uh, the, uh, once I, I talk, it's, it's like uh, everything has meaning, has, has feelings. It's uh, connected together. Tennis, life, he, he took me by the hand. I was, my, my daddy was alive still with seven eight years old he went to our house and he said to my my dad no you are crazy your, your son is just seven but I promise you that one day I'll be on your side I'll be on his side and I will take care of him my dad passed away six months later so this was the you know, the the emotion and the mission we had uh, we have in our, our life we so on his side uh, I'm stronger, I'm better, I'm happier. The impossible become possible. He always put this in my mind. And what is good, he told me the last time we met that it's not over. So that's why I start to already feeling how or where we can go in the future. It's, it's so nice to have this experience in life. It's very unusual to find out someone out of your blood perhaps we have the same blood we don't know because it's so much connected we spend uh, uh, our times uh, all over the world developing confidence and uh, attachments to each other that we don't talk for two months we know what's going on that's you know it's, it's just uh, uh, go with the it's, it flows it, it it's it's happened so it's that's Larry to me it's uh, one step of confidence any 
any point, anywhere, any how I need it. And also, it's like a star, you know, you know it is there. It's my, my lucky star alive in the world. Um, I want to talk to you also about the players who are left in the draw here. Surprising in a way that, you know, some, so many of the seeds have gone. But part of that is because so many young players are now coming through. Yeah. Felix Auger-Aliassime has beaten Fabio Fonini here, the number two seed. What do you make of him as a, as a young, athletic player? A little bit like yourself when you were young. <laughs> it's the same but different than me. With the, the energy, I think it's, it's awesome. And that's the new generation that's coming. It's going to happen. A guy is full of passion, playing out of this world. As we saw Rafa coming through, as we saw Roger. He was more as stable. He didn't shine as much as these, these kids, uh, especially Rafa with 16 when I, I, I saw him. Perhaps... Uh, Roger was, I was too young, I didn't know this too, too much, so we, I thought we were too bad, <laughs> we are too, too bad for the, the gods. But that's uh, the circle of, of tennis, it, it really seems to me uh, we live in a particular time, because these guys, they s uh, arrive too early, Roger, Rafa, Novak, and they will stay for uh, as long as the next generation but the next it's, it's taking a little extra time to get through because uh, the better players they're becoming a little uh, better and better every single year so they're as good as ever so these uh, titles that we, uh, we were watching right now uh, records breaking over and over I believe it's particular but uh, the new generation will overcome. That's uh, a part of our you know, uh, maintenance of life. I think uh, Massim is uh, potential number one in the world, as Shapovalov, as uh, Zverev, of course. And then you, you start to doubt who is the next generation, who is already a set down and a, a transition. Uh, even Dominic, it's it's a great potential. So these guys will, will take over for a long time, uh, 10, 15 years, much more than us, a little bit less than uh, these uh, guys who, who arrived too early. And that's the, uh, the what fascinates me about tennis. You can come here 5% uh, above your your level, and you got crushed in the first round for uh, someone who was, is not uh, following the tour so often. Say, oh, but it's impossible. He's playing so bad. What's happened? He's not in the, in the final. It's like this. We, we live in week by week uh, circumstances that we know. We get prepared because we know they are coming. They are coming. We, we need to improve every single day. And, and, and right now, I think they, they are more intelligent. They have uh, the time on them side. So it makes more smart and more uh, long, long terms on plans and achievements. And that makes much more sense because it's more legitimate to the players. We're going to watch uh, them, them players. They, they play for the next uh, 15 years. and. Uh, we will see this is only the beginning 
what we saw against Fabio, uh, one, just one flash of what's coming on. Imagine in five or, or, or eight years what these guys will be able to play. So I think they will take tennis to another level. You know, we, we will see physical consistency and uh, especially power. Uh, a little bit different than we, we see these days. You mentioned Felix and you mentioned Dennis as well, Shapovalov. Who is most exciting for you? Who do you think might become the, the number one? Uh, I believe the, the fastest will, will be Alex Zverev. I think it's, he's, he's ready uh, as the Tour Finals. Is, he, he needs to hope a little bit also to the guys to take it easy you know no but give him a little space but if someone gives him a little one centimeter space he will be ready to to jump in i think uh, as you say even uh at Benny's broke through one and a half year ago or two but still time to to get more mature more consistent felix also is coming now so also one or two more years to to grow, I would say Dominic. That he has a chance too. He has potential to to overcome if, and he's more ready. And it's hard to to really predict because uh, sometimes the guy is 22, 24, and one year he he's improving a lot. For us, we are uh, almost stopping on these ages, and now. They, they get to the top on 30 so I think on the age of 24, 25 you, you are ready before that you still develop if you be ready before as Alex is it's, you get extra extra lives, you know, a bonus but uh, I think 25 will be the, the, the age to start to uh, look at the top and then you develop through 30 your your best tennis. I, I guess with 30 around the 30s they will be play them best. And just finally, Guga, um, where where can we look forward to seeing you this year? Will we see you on tour at all? Uh, any, any other tournaments? No, please. You can come around. You can, you visit me. You find me uh, all around. At the, nearby the tennis courts because we are very connected on the. Promoting tennis, French Open, I, it's still a great passion, so that we can appoint a, a, a date. And uh, also in Miami. At Miami, we used to, to go with Lacoste, and uh, also it's a lot of the Brazilian chemistry on, on the tournament. Uh, I love to be around there. It's, it's much more closer than the other tournaments around. So my schedule, it's very precise. Huh? Rio, Miami, <laughs> French Open, perhaps the Tour Finals. Ah, and this year, I hope to be and join the tournament uh, in, in Rome. It's 20 years that uh, we won uh, on the uh, Aberto d'Italia for the first time, the final with Rafter. And they told me, Victorio called me and said, oh, why you didn't come? I said, okay. It's a good excuse to be a Rome, so <laughs> I think my route, <laughs> it's ready. Otherwise, if I travel too much, the kids, oh, <laughs> they say, oh, daddy, come back home. So <laughs> this I let for, for you guys to play, to play more and travel more than me now. But first you get to go on the court that 
bears your name. That must be nice. Yeah, it's good. Huh? I, I, I can say I, uh, now I go from the first to the last to the final. I'm there. <laughs> Flavor in the, the tournament. <laughs> They, they, they come to me and said, oh, Google, it's a pit. You never play in Rio. I said, no, you're wrong. I'm there. <laughs> From the beginning to the end. Without doubt, one of the nicest guys in tennis. Google Curtin, very much an ambassador at the Rio Open. And another friendly face around the tournament was Andre Saar, only recently retired and the winner of 11 tour doubles titles. He's also equally passionate about growing the game. Tennis is not, you know... Uh, as popular as other sports, especially football, but you know my family always enjoyed. My father, I think, uh, always watched on TV, and you know, back in the '80s with the Borg and McEnroe, and you know, we couldn't really see the ball back then with the TV technology, but we were still trying to figure out what was going on. And uh, you know, and my older brother, he started playing, and uh, you know, as a young kid, I just said, "Oh, I want the same as my brother. I want to go to tennis lessons as well." And and that's how it all started, and, and it started pretty quickly for me because, you know, I, I just picked up the racket. I, I just fell in love right away. I won my first tournament. I was eight and a half years old, so then that, that pumps you up for sure. And, and you know, and then opportunities kept, kept coming. I, at, at 13 years old, I was offered a full scholarship to Nick Boletieri Tennis Academy in Florida, and this is a big, big move for me, you know, as a 13-year-old move abroad. Back in the early 90s, you know, travel and, and communication was not so easy as today. So it was, it was a big decision, but I, I, I knew, I guess, from the moment I made that decision, I wanted to, to take a shot and try to, to become a professional tennis player. And I was so fortunate and blessed that, that it worked out, and, that, and the, especially that I was able to play for 22 years. And, you know, that's, that's just incredible. How special was that Boletieri Academy at the time? Because you must have been following the footsteps of some pretty big players who just left. Yeah, yeah, it was, I mean, it, it was scary as well, man, because, I mean, I didn't speak one word of English. And, uh, you know, you, you got there, there was like, you know, names that practiced there. There was already big times like Agassi and Courier and, and Sampras was to, used to come by as well. And, you know, as a young kid, to watch these guys play was great. But, like I said, it was, it was scary because it was also boot camp in a way, because it was only about tennis. We go to school in the morning, practice all day, 10 o'clock, lights out. It's not like you have an option, no, no. The supervisors come to the room and boom, lights out, man. You have, go to sleep. And, uh, but that, that was good, that I guess that's what you need when, you, when you, you know, you, you're trying to reach a goal to become a, a high you know, professional in anything you want to do. You need that, that kind of discipline, and I got that from, uh, from, from Boletieri and, and, and Nick himself was very motiv a great motivator so he was always on top of us you guys you guys can do better wake up every day trying to get better and this is a, a great lessons for me were you a good student because i've read agassi anyone who's read agassi's book will know that he wasn't particularly he broke curfew a few <laughs> times let's just say well i, I mean I, I i would say i was not i was a bit better than agassi <laughs> because for me, I, w I wasn't on a full scholarship, so I need to, to, to perform not only on the court, but off the court as well. So I need to keep my grades up. You know, you know I was proud. I got, I, let's say I got uh, 1,100 on my uh, SAT, so I was proud of that. You know, so it's, it's okay. <laughs> so aside from the, what is now the IMG Academy, and I'm sure players can still go there from Brazil, but how do you make more tennis players in Brazil, I know we taught you mentioned soccer. It's the giant sport, not just here but in South America. How, how does South America and Brazil make more tennis players? 
Well, it's, it's of course it's not one just one answer, but I think the, a major start is to have more public courts. That's uh, that's a, a start because majority of the the population they don't have access to tennis. It's different from football. You can play anywhere you can. You just put up your, your sandals on the make a goal and, and get a ball and, and you're playing. And that's the challenge, really. I, I think for for Brazil, that's a big difference from here to Argentina. That's why they have more players. They have a, a bunch of, of public tennis courts. And of course, you add to that culture uh, of tennis. There is bigger, so it's that's what we need. So, but to have culture, we need time. We need patience. We need more Gugas to, to come by. We need more champions, more Beluchis, more Melo and Suarez. So you know, a, as a reference for these younger kids. But uh, if you don't have access to the sport, how can you how can you develop the kids? But you know, it's a, it's a challenge. It's not so easy. You know, tennis courts are big. They need a lot of space. And uh, in a country like, you know, like, like Brazil, where you know, education, public transport, public health are always such big issues to, to, to worry about sports. It, it, I mean, it kind of feels silly a little bit, but I think that's what we need. We need to, to, to get more, more people playing, more people playing. And the only way to do it, I see, is to, to build a bunch of public tennis courts. And what Google's doing with Team Google, which he launched here yesterday, um, does that help too? I mean, presumably as a, as a player, either a young player coming in or a player on tour, newly on tour, does that seem to you to be a good thing as well? I think it's unbelievable. Not because not only he's, he's providing a great uh, infrastructure for the kids to develop, but he's involved. And I think that's, that's the most important thing. That's, that's the biggest reference those kids can have and look up for. So, I mean, for him to, have, to, to talk to kids, come from his play, go watch them practice, come here and watch them play, it's something great. I mean, imagine the points and, 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 and the advices he can give to these kids to, to, you know, uh, to shorten the way to get to, 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 to the professional tennis. So it's, I mean, I wish when I was 14, 15, 16, I had a former number one in the world, three-time Grand Slam champion, talk to me about tennis, about how can I get better. So this is, this is amazing from him. Thank you, Andre. Thank you. Thank you, guys. That is it for our Samba special. I hope you've enjoyed it. I'm Seb Lozier. My thanks again to Guga Curtin and Andre Saar. Remember, you can keep up to date with all the latest from Acapulco, Dubai and Sao Paulo at atptour.com. If you've got a smart speaker, you can get our daily news update by asking for ATP Tennis Radio News. You can watch all the action live on Tennis TV and looking a little further ahead to March, we have the first two Masters 1000s of the year in Indian Wells and Miami, where we will bring a month of live wall-to-wall radio coverage too on ATP Tennis Radio. Get in touch on Twitter and Instagram, that's at ATP Tennis Radio or email us at studio at atptennisradio.com If you're listening on iTunes leave us a friendly review otherwise enjoy the tennis we'll catch you next time <laughs>